The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Okay, let's talk about Kanye West again. We did so last week in our music spot with John Cadell, who we've invited back today. And we're also joined by Dave Hanratty, the host of the No Encore podcast, because it's been a dreadful week for things involving Kanye West. He's losing an awful lot of his corporate sponsorships and corporate deals because of some of the dreadful things he's been saying. And that then is leading all sorts of questions arising as to whether he should no longer be playlisted by the various streaming uh, services. Should we even be listening to his music? Um, Dave Hanratty, I'm going to start with you because you are a fan of Kanye, but will you continue listening to his music? I would be a fan, yeah. I, it took me a while to kind of get on his wavelength, but once I did, I actually discovered this incredible back catalogue and an artist who actually gave me, and I guess lots of other listeners too, an awful lot of power. And I do think he's done an awful lot of good for the world through his art. I think that should be kind of said at the outset. Will I continue to listen? At the moment, he's not exactly in my rotation, but I haven't necessarily sat down and kind of written a formal letter to my conscience about it in the way that I would have maybe with, say, acts like Marilyn Manson and Brand New, two other acts that meant an awful lot to me uh, in my life and who I do no longer listen to, but that was more of a, it's just turned out this way because it doesn't feel right. And at the moment, it doesn't feel right to listen to Kanye West, but I am finding it very difficult to kind of make that hard judgment on him because despite obviously 100% uh, agreeing that his current behaviour is reprehensible. Is the anti-Semitic comments that he's making on a regular basis? Completely like indefensible. And like I've had some people kind of come at me because they know I'm a Kanye West fan and kind of be like, oh, you're going to defend him now? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. This is indefensible. But I recognise that I do believe that he is mentally ill and I'm not using that as an excuse, again, just to put that up there straight away. It's not an excuse, but it, there are determining factors here. And he's a very different person than he was 10, 15 years ago. I think that the death of his mother has had a huge impact on him. And then his art has suffered the things he said, the behaviour he's, he's put in. He's always been a provocateur, but this is beyond the pale. You can't defend the actions, but you can worry about the individual. And I am worried about the individual. I genuinely am. I wish it wasn't happening. I've said to people who've asked me about it, I think it's a very sad situation. I don't really foresee a happy ending here. It would be amazing if he turned around, took it all back and said, I'm extremely sorry. I'm extremely ignorant. These are the things I'm saying are absolutely wrong. Think about the George Floyd stuff he's been saying. Uh, every day there seems to be a new thing and it's all bad. So um, I'm sorry, but to answer your question, am I going to stop listening? I've yet to make that decision. That I think the onus comes down to individual responsibility here. I would find it hard to walk away from music that has helped me out in my life. But at the same time, it's definitely tainted. See, John Cadell, just to explain for those who may not be familiar, some of the things he've done, he's done, such as alleging that George Floyd died from a fentanyl overdose mm-hmm. rather than dying in the way that we all witnessed in video and led to convictions in the courts when all the evidence was heard. Also, he, so it's most controversially of all, said on Twitter, in a subsequently deleted tweet, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to death country and Jewish people. He deleted it. But he hasn't fully apologised because when Piers Morgan interviewed him last week, he said the usual thing, he was sorry for the people that he'd hurt, but he was not sorry for writing the comment. Yeah, and Dave uh, rightly pointed out it would be great if he came out and said, I'm extremely sorry, um, but he is extremely ill. That's the the bottom line. Um, and you're sympathetic to that. I mean, I was very I'm, taken by the way last week that you dealt with this feeling that he says this is a man deserving of sympathy and help no matter how much pain he might cause others with these comments. Yeah, I mean, he's he's clearly having a prolonged mental breakdown. Um, he's having a horrific episode. Uh, I, I don't believe that Kanye West... Like, they say that there's a the fine line between genius and madness. I think 
Kanye right now is is the latter. I I don't know who is supposed to be taking care of him, but um, nothing of his pronouncements up to about a year ago. He he may have said George Bush, Bush doesn't care about black people. Famously said that at the time, people tended to agree with him in in the the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. Um, now he seems to be unloading on anybody and everybody, but particularly the Jews and. Um, I suppose his own people when he mentions uh, George Floyd, but like, but that is so bizarre. But sorry, is there danger, John, of being too sympathetic? Because just to take Possibly. the quote from Ari Emanuel, who is the chief executive of Endeavour, which is one of the biggest agencies in the world, and I think represented him at one stage, says mental illness is not an excuse for racism, hatred, or anti-Semitism. Millions of people affected by mental illness do not perpetrate hateful ideal ideologies. Yeah. Others brush his comments off as just words, but hateful words far too easily become hateful actions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, mental illness is like millions of people don't go on um, on hateful rants, but some do. You know, it's 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 the minority who who act like Kanye that has me sympathetic for him. I think he's out of control um, verbally. Obviously, he's out of control. Um, I am even a bit. I'm I'm no shrinking violet or a hand wringing liberal, but I'm actually a bit uneasy that we're given this airtime because what we're doing is amplifying what he's saying, um, and also like uh, talking to Tucker Carlson and to Piers Morgan, they're not concerned about his health. They want ratings. They know that he's like he's in the middle of a horrible time in his life, and they're baiting him. And Adidas hung on to him as a partner with Seen Dave for as long as they possibly could until it became impossible to do so. Yeah, likely because of the bottom line. Of course, it's been reported that I think they're going to lose $240 million as a result of uh, cancelling their contract with him. Uh, Kanye West did put out a statement today, I think via Instagram, which he still is on for some reason, and it was directed towards uh, the aforementioned Ari Emanuel. He said, I lost $2 billion in a day, uh, and he said that what he's doing at the moment is not hate speech, it's, quote, love speech. Now, it absolutely isn't, and uh, I think John makes some very pertinent points there, especially with regards to you know, should we even be talking about this? I would argue that I think that we're hopefully trying to put it in a context that is hopefully helpful to people listening. And I'm sure lots of people will and have for years taken a knee-jerk response to Kanye West. He doesn't make it easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does live to kind of rile people up. But this is, like I say, a step much too far. And as for the whole, does, you know, like I, I agree with Ari Emanuel's comments and I agree with people who say, well, you can't just say the words mental illness and say that's an excuse for people. Of course it isn't. That's the point. The point is we're witnessing, unfortunately, the deterioration of a human being in reality real time with each new tweet or each new uh, post he puts up on Instagram or interview he does that subsequently gets taken down by people who then apologise for it even though they clearly shouldn't have platformed him in the first place um, I do find it tough I find it very complex to even kind of get my head around especially as a fan of the last few years and like I say I'm not the only one in the world who will be able who will sit here and say his music has probably helped save my life he released an album with Kid Cudi in 2018 called Kids See Ghosts at the time I was going through a horrendous mental health experience and that album like gave me so much strength that I didn't have before this. I've said before, and I'm sure there'll be listeners who will absolutely disagree with this, I think Kanye West for a long time could be you know, referred to as my generation's David Bowie, such as the level of artistry he has done both as an artist and as a producer. But unfortunately, the conversation now has gone the other way because of his actions, which again, must be he must be held accountable for this, but he does desperately need help. Dave, you've brought up something which I hadn't anticipated, but which may be important. That album, if you say that gave you help and a personal thing, would actually then suggest that his music should remain available for people who will deal with that on its own merits 
rather than actually thinking of the other things he's been doing subsequently, that the art should remain accessible and available. Well, what do you say to people who, like, there might be people out there who have lyrics tattooed in their body or have spent an awful lot of time, money supporting this artist or any artist? I mean, it's a different situation, but look at Arcade Fire recently. I mean, there are some people who went to those shows, sang Wake Up at the top of their lungs, didn't give it a second thought. Maybe it's hard to kind of, you know, have that conversation with yourself. And at the same time, I don't think any fan of any artist who finds themselves in a situation, whether it's a Kanye West or a Marilyn Manson or whoever, I don't think it's fair to turn around to that fan and make them feel bad for supporting art that they connected with. I mean, in this world, music can be an incredible healer, an amazing companion for people, whether we recognise that or not. And then if, if you feel, if a betrayal happens because of the actions of a human being that you don't even know that well, apart from through their art... Uh, like, should you be then condemned for loving the music and for the music helping you through your day and giving you purpose? That said, John, I wonder if Spotify's motivations are such as outlined by Dave, or is it simply to get as many streams as possible? Well, no, I mean, Danny Leck himself came out and he said um, Kanye hasn't um, included any sort of hate speech in the lyrics of his music. So, you know, they feel... Uh, that that it's justified for them to keep his music up now. If if he if what he had said on Twitter or on Instagram was put behind some beats, that'd probably be a different story for Spotify. But who, as uh, an article I read earlier, rightly pointed out, what record label or uh, streaming platform would put that up the way things are right now? They, it's it's his historic music that's up there, um, and as Dave said, it's it is a, a stunning back catalogue. Um, and I, I just keep on going back to the to I'm not excuse for a second excusing the things that he's saying, but I don't believe that he is. I don't believe in his heart that he is a a, a hateful uh, a hateful racist who just bends the truth. I think it is a symbol of his mental state right now. I think we leave it at that point. John Cadell, who of course is with us every Tuesday for our weekly music spot, and Dave Hanratty from the No Encore podcast. Thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word at Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.